You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. The fastest two-year-old of his crop, not this time. Giants Causeway's most brilliant two-year-old ever and a half-brother to Liam's map, sire of two grade one winners in his first crop. TDN said, too talented a horse with too good a pedigree to pass up. The time is now. Don't let this moment pass you by. Not this time, a tailor-made stallion. Not this time, full of run in the Iroquois. Look for his first two-year-olds this year. Welcome to the Horse Ownership Experience. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of the Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me, as always, is the wonderfully talented and loquacious Michelle Yu. Michelle, welcome Very to the show. Very good. I love that word. I want to name a horse loquacious one loquacious. day. Loquacious. Loquacious. Sounds good, right? Michelle, what a uh, huge weekend we just had in horse racing. Uh, the first ever uh, September Labor Day uh, Kentucky Derby, along with many, many graded stakes over the weekend. We have a very special guest today. We went online. We said maybe we should try to find just someone from my racehorse. You did it. Uh, her name is Zizi Howell, and she will join us in just a minute after we do our race recap of the weekend. And uh, that was really cool. It was a good idea. And hopefully uh, Zizi will kind of, there's a lot of controversy going on. We'll get into that uh, just with what uh, it means to win the Derby as a, uh, frac- a micro share owner because uh, the, the, the Twitterverse went crazy. Well, I, I do think there were two really cool things that were outside of like our little realm of horse racing. One is I was just randomly on Twitter or not Twitter on TikTok, And uh, this chick was like, guess what? I, I found a thing called my Racehorse. She showed the app and then she was like, I bought a share of a horse. And then she showed like a picture. And then she said, and we won the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> and she's like, a mullet, like a, like a total like 20 year old in her college dorm room that's amazing and it was like her celebrating so i thought that was super cool i think i sent it to you actually probably in the middle of the night you might have um, I was and then bill belichick gave a whole like you know presser and the first thing he said was i want to congratulate my friend Saul cumin and bob baffer on winning the kentucky derby with authentic and Maticat and like goes into like a whole thing about Saul. that's so, awesome I thought that was super cool. Well, Saul uh, is the man, and congrats to everybody. And we're gonna <clears throat> we'll talk briefly about their race, Michelle. Um, uh, we could talk about it right now. The Derby. Uh, you, your number one pick was Authentic, woo! I believe. Authentic. Yeah. A Baffert horse. What a brilliant ride by John Velasquez, who uh, in his in his post game presser and all over the news, he said, "Listen, um, we had prepared for this. We had talked about it numerous times. What we wanted to do, we wanted to make sure that we got to the lead." Uh, but we wanted to make sure we got to the lead the way he wanted to get to the lead. And Johnny mm-hmm. did a great job of kind of keeping him wide, keeping him comfortable. He never really uh, – you've seen races where jockeys get on their belly early and ask a horse to to do something maybe they're a little bit uncomfortable with. Johnny was so relaxed and and put him in just the perfect spot and allowed him to carry his speed a mile and a quarter, which many people didn't think he could. Right. Um I thought it was a brilliant ride. Obviously, you know, the race was marred by a couple of incidents. Uh, first of all, um, Thousand Words in the Paddock had a little bit of a uh, what do we want to call it? He flipped in the paddock when he was being saddled. Right. Yeah, and he uh, laid down on his side. So he was a vet scratch in right. the paddock. Broke Jimmy Barnes' With- arm. Hand, can you believe that Bob Baffert has? I don't, I don't, I cannot remember a time that Bob Baffert's horse was scratched in the paddock, like for acting up. Can you? No, but apparently this horse, you know, had a tendency to do that. I didn't know that going in, and and I feel badly for the uh, owners of Thousand Words, but um, 
Baffert then got redemption about 10 minutes later when Authentic went on to win the Derby. Um, tis the law. Uh, no excuse. Second, I thought he had a perfect trip. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and I read a little bit about that they were disappointed and stuff like that. And it just that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know if bother is the right word, Michelle, but it's like you've had one of the most brilliant three-year-old campaigns in in history. Uh, right. You had already won the Travers. It's kind of like the Derby to me was a little bit of icing on the cake. Right. And to run as good as that horse did, I think yes, I understand just the the general disappointment of not winning the Kentucky Derby. But don't take anything away from this horse. I mean, this this horse is a brilliant animal who just got beat by a better horse on that particular day. That's how right. I that's how I saw it. Exactly. I mean, Authentic went up. He put up legitimate fractions. It wasn't like he was walking the dog. I mean, he was by himself, so he got a breather, but he was going fast. And he was, like you said, the better horse on that day. His owner's uh, Spendthrift Farm, my racehorse, Matacat, and Starlight Racing. And he's also our Haskell winner. In fact, I think he's only lost one time, if I'm not mistaken. He did, to Honor AP in the Santa Anita Derby. That's right. And Honor um, AP... He, he's a horse that visibly has been getting better and better in the mornings. Bob has been training him like he's... He's getting better. Michelle, who was on our show a couple weeks ago from My Racehorse? Joe Morin. Yeah, Joe Morin. And then they win the Derby. Do you notice a trend? Who did we, you know, it, you come on the horse ownership experience, you win races, period. Yes, yeah, Sacatoga Stables thing. was on before they won the Belmont. That's right. That's right. We had Jack Knowlton on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle, uh, Honor AP lagged at the back, kind of like uh, Mike Smith may, might have thought he was on Zenyatta. I don't know what was happening. Um, just lost a lot of ground and still ran fourth, like a decent outing, probably not what they had imagined. Right. I mean, but like, that's just kind of the way he runs all the time. I like even his workouts, he's just like, you know, like Mike Smith wasn't like thrilled with the way he was working. And he's like, look, I want to work him in the afternoons instead so he could get on him. But he was still doing the bomb, 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 And the thing is, how do wait, let me ask you a question. How do fast horses work? Oh, it's more a ch 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 and then slower yeah. horses go ba bong ba bong ba bong. Well, he he like if you watch him, that's like what his stride looks. So like, you are right? the best. Bum, bum. You make me smile, and whoever's oh, listening so right glad. now is is probably laughing out loud, um, with with the ba bong ba bong ba bong. I don't know really how to say it like you do. You the say the thing it, about him is he just he doesn't really have like a turn of foot. He's just got that one paced you know, go, and right. when the horses in front of him are not coming back to him. Uh, he doesn't yeah. like have a ton extra to give. He's huge and he covers a ton of ground and he looks beautiful and he's obviously a good racehorse, but you know, he doesn't have that extra kick at the end. Michelle, have you uh, heard who's going to the Preakness, which will be run? I believe it's October 3rd. Is the, I have a crazy question and I, I'm apologetic for not knowing this. Is the Preakness at Pimlico or at Laurel? I'm so confused. Oh, I mean, I it's thought at it Pimlico, was at right? Pimlico. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I mean, it's okay. always been at Pimlico unless they, they're not changing it no, this year, I right? No, I thought I read something and I thought you would know, but that's okay. Well, coming up in about four minutes, we'll talk to ZZ Howell, who is a micro share uh, partner in my racehorse who owns a part of what it, before we get to ZZ, what, what did you think of the whole controversy? And then once we talk to ZZ, we'll get that out of the way. Then we'll kind of go over all the other graded stakes and, and, over the weekend because there was a bunch of them, including a big win at Del Mar by a little filly named Raymundo. What did you think? Okay. So all along, like if you look at the cost of management fees from my racehorse, it is pretty intense, right? There's, that's a huge amount, but 
what people like is the low buy-in price point. I don't think any of these people thought, ooh, if I win the Kentucky Derby, I'm going to make $100,000, right? Um, well, so I think what you're, you're going is... for the experience. I don't, I don't think that they're caring, really, that you're not actually making any money for him winning. Now, shareholders would have gotten an amount if he had run second or third, but it was minuscule. I right. think that and they'd think, rather have the win and no money. And I think what we talked about with Joe and when we had um, the big boss man from My Racehorse on, I, I think two years ago, um, the they're very transparent. Oh, all of this can be found when right. you Right, this is not out. like yes. nobody in, in my the, the only people that were crying out after the race were the people who didn't invest, who were like, oh, who cares? You didn't make any money and you won right. the Kentucky Derby. But the right. people who were in it, and I, I'm looking forward to talking to Zizi about this because I, they had to know. Like it's spelled yeah. out. Unless you just put in your $200 and didn't read anything, you know, because I, I do give them credit. And when I say them, uh, my racehorse, this was known. They had a chart that if you win the Derby, right. we have to pay. Um, there were some incentives and all this kind of stuff. So there was no surprises. If, if, if I told you, Billy, you can win the Derby, but you don't get your purse. You would still run and win in the Derby, right? I mean, like no, I would. I'm still completely say, really. Selfish. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm all about money. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. So if you, <laughs> okay, I was like, I'm shocked, but okay, I thought you'd want to win the Derby. No, I would love I'm to win the Derby. No, the majority no, no. of the horses in this field, if you had told the owners, look, we're going to run for no purse money this year, but it's still the prestige of the Derby, everyone would still try and win it. Uh, yeah, I, I think, and I wouldn't say everyone. I would not say okay. that. I don't think that's that's fair. I think you run for the Derby. It is what was it? The purse was three million dollars, and not only that, it's the prestige of, of well, not only winning but becoming a stallion, which is where the the large large uh, money comes in. So, um, I think yes and no to your to your question. Okay. Um, I've never run in the Derby. Have you? No, <laughs> not um, even close. Well, maybe, why don't we make that our goal? You know, we got to right? set goals. Maybe we should have just bought shares in my racehorse. I don't know. I have shares in my racehorse. My oh, horse ran right. on Derby Day. Your vertical threat. Vertical threat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Let's take a break and we'll get ZZ Howell on to talk about her experience with my racehorse. And then we'll come back and we'll really dive into all the graded stakes from uh, Kentucky Derby weekend all across the country. Is that fair? Sounds great. All yep. Right. All right. We'll be right back. Midnight Storm. Striking Sire Line. Grade one winner by Pioneer of the Nile, just like champion freshman sire American Pharaoh. Striking speed, 110 by 133 and one. Seven time graded stakes winner on dirt and turf. Defeated 10 grade one winners, including champion Accelerate. Midnight Storm, a tailor-made stallion. Look for his first yearlings this year. Welcome back to the Horse Ownership Experience. We have, uh, a special guest joining us today. It's ZZ Howell, and she is a micro share owner of Authentic through MyRacehorse.com. ZZ, thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you, Billy. Thanks, Michelle. We we um, Michelle and I were talking yesterday, and we were thinking about a guest, and 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 Michelle said, "Why don't I just go on Twitter and we'll get someone from My Racehorse, just someone who we don't necessarily have a relationship with, we don't know, and we can talk a little bit about your." Uh, whole my racehorse experience and the derby experience so thanks for for reaching out back on twitter who knew twitter could be this powerful <laughs> i know it's a great community of, of horse people so zizi let's get right into it um how, are you have you been a horse owner before before you bought uh, into uh, my racehorse uh yes in a nutshell um 
I'm not a, a big time person. Um, I discovered Andrew Lerner and I, I was attracted by the small owner trainer barn and I became friends with him uh, three years ago. And then he offered up um, a partnership to get, I, I think to promote his training, his barn. And, uh, and it was a, a nice little partnership. Um, and I met a lot of good people through there and, then, so I got my foot in the door. Right. And then, uh, yeah. So then, and then I also talked to um, Nick Hines a couple years ago, and he told me, oh, we have this MyRacehorse.com. And I thought, oh, well, you know, I'm in with Andrew, and, and that was going really well. And uh, so I, I kind of, I, I looked into it, and I thought, well, you know, my, my, uh, Delmar Summer Racing Club is going really well. I'll just stay with that. And but over the years, I've looked into their offerings, and I thought, you know, it might be fun. And then when they offered up Authentic, that really uh, sealed the deal for me. I thought, you know, what's the big deal? Two hundred something dollars, and I can own a horse that's running in the Derby. I, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't know he was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Not. And, uh... Zizi, talk a little bit about um, what you felt like when he was running. I mean, even though it's a micro share, do you still feel that propriety with him? Oh, my God. We were, uh, my husband, his man cave is the garage, which he dubbed the handicapsule. <laughs> so we, we were in the handicapsule and we were watching the derby and we were just screaming. The, I mean, the whole block had to have heard us. We were so excited, you know, just as much as if we owned half of him or something. That's that is ama- so that's, a, that's cool. amazing. So when you, let me ask you this, because obviously there was a lot of controversy on Twitter. Michelle and I have talked about it a little bit on the air already. Um, but when you went into the partnership and you put your 200 up, did you know what you were getting into? Did you read all the, the information, the transparency that they provide, knowing that this probably wasn't the greatest financial investment in the world? I did, and I thought at two hundred dollars. I don't know if I would have uh, gone with other investments that they offered because I was already in the partnership with Andrew Lerner, which was going really well. And I did read everything, and I knew it, it wasn't going to be a money maker. But I thought this is really good for people who've never dabbled in ownership and wanted taste what it feels like to be in the winter circle and in the paddock and barn tours. I thought that, that's a really good aspect of it. Yeah. Of course. It, well, do how you, do you ahead. compare it? Sorry, Billy. Go, how no, do you ahead, compare Michelle. it to like the, you said you, oh, you're at a partnership group with Andrew Lerner, the summer racing club, where he gets people together to buy horses or claim horses for specifically running at Del Mar in the summer. How would you compare the, my racehorse experience with something like the, the bigger partnerships like you did with Andrew? Um, I think it's more of, um, well, it, it, I don't, I wouldn't compare it because you're not going to make money, but mm-hmm. they offer up, they offer up the amenities to feel, to have the feel good experiences. Okay. So I think it's good for, you know, a small person who doesn't want to put a lot of money out, but just wants to, to have fun and, and meet people, get connected with people. 
ZZ Howell from uh, one of the My Racehorse Microshare owners of Authentic is joining us here on the Horse Ownership Experience. Uh, ZZ, do you think that a lot of the people, or I shouldn't say a lot, do you think, I'm going to actually put it to you, how many of the people in Authentic, and I believe there's thousands of owners, how many of those owners do you think will eventually go on to a, a group like Andrew Learner's or a group like my own, like a Little Red Feather or uh, a West Point or an Eclipse or another partnership? Do you think this is kind of a launching point? Oh, I do. I do. Um, it, it just, it, um, it, it's an invitation into the industry and, and um, what it feels like to, to be an owner and, and if they have the, the funds to go further, I, I think it is a launching point. So you like that concept. So you're going to join. Yeah. <laughs> so next is Little Red Feather for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, now we're on the same page, and, you know. And you know what? Um, besides Authentic, after I bought the Sharon Authentic, I saw there was another offering for these two two-year-olds in New York. And we, we go every year to Saratoga. And I thought you know, that might be fun to possibly have these, there are three-year-olds next year when, if we get to go to Saratoga, hopefully, right. you know, <laughs> and hopefully have a little connection with that. So it, it oh. actually, I, I went a little further and, and bought that too. Now, do you feel like that's going to change your um, habits here? Like, you don't think you're going to completely go into micro shares, do you? I mean, what are the, what are the pluses no. of having some of the bigger partnerships? <laughs> no, she said. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think uh, that's enough with with uh, the my horse my racehorse dot com investment. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that, yeah, I I've uh, yeah, you just took down the I've derby done... and then you you know you just walk <laughs> yeah. away. You just like, hey guys, I won the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, Drop the mic. <laughs> I mean, but do you want to get like a uh, do you want to get like a miniature trophy made that like you can put on your mantle? Yeah, <laughs> I... yeah like the one that the Breeders Cup. There was a little teeny pony, and and you got to hold a little teeny Breeders' Cup trophy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have one more question. What do you say to someone, ZZ, that says to you know you say, well, I won the Kentucky Derby, and someone looks at you and they said, you own like point oh 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 one of that horse. Like mm-hmm. you don't really own that horse. What do you say? Yeah, I've been told that, and and they can't take away that feeling I had when I watched that horse running down <laughs> the, the stretch and winning the, the Derby. They can't take, it was so worth that feeling. That's amazing. Oh, That's amazing. I love that. Well, that, you know what, we, we appreciate you taking the time to come on today and kind of speak for, for the people. And hopefully uh, we think people will feel, I think most people that are owners and in my racehorse feel the same way you do. Um, and so we just wanted to come, have you come on and kind of explain it. And I think you did a wonderful job. Thank you very much, ZZ. Thank you, Billy. Thanks, Michelle. I appreciate you having me. Well, we appreciate you, you getting into the game and stay in and, and, and keep spreading the word because we need more owners. So we appreciate you. All right, Thank that, you. that's your job. ZZ Howell here on the Horse okay. Ownership Experience, and we'll be right back. Midnight Storm, Striking Sire Line, Grade 1 winner by Pioneer of the Nile, just like champion freshman sire American Pharaoh. Striking Speed, 110 by 133 and 1. Seven-time graded stakes winner on dirt and turf. Defeated 10 grade 1 winners, including champion Accelerate. Midnight Storm, a tailor-made stallion. Look for his first yearlings this year. 
And we're back again on the horse ownership experience. Uh, ZZ, how old? That was cool, Michelle. You know, I just, I think it was good to hear for uh, an actual voice rather than the tweets that were going crazy back and forth with people, you know? Right. Um, I agree. And, and, you know, who is someone else to judge a feeling? Right. And I think that's what, that's what it was That was about. such a great way to put it though, right? right. Like you can't take this feeling away from me. Right. I paid 200. Like somebody was saying like, well, you could have just bet $200 on authentic and that's the same feeling. It's not, it's really not. Not. Mm-mm. Um, I, did you bet? Did you have authentic? Yes, I did. I actually, not only did I have authentic to win, I also had Mr. Big News to show and I had the Oaks Derby double because remember, I yes. really like She Dares the Devil. Right. And we didn't talk about so. She Dares the Devil yet. Probably we probably should. <laughs> I mean, it was a gr- the grade one. Oh, the Kentucky, Oaks, the Kentucky Oaks. Probably the most. She dares the, the devil. <laughs> yeah, um, that was an amazing, amazing race. Uh, why don't we go through that right now? Sure. Talk about it. Uh, so I mean, I thought that she looked really good closing. This is, um, you know, uh, Brad Cox's kind of home track. I think he wanted to run really well, and she's owned by Flurry Stables, Guitar Racing, and Big Ot Farms. Swiss Skydiver. Uh, I thought she ran valiantly to finish second and she just brings her a game. And even though she wasn't the best horse that day, there's, you know, no shame in that. Gamine went out there and set the pace. I thought she actually got a pretty easy trip, but as we kind of suspected just a little bit too far for her. Yeah. I, I was texting Baffert, uh, after that race. Cause he knows I'm a big Gamine fan and we were going back and forth. He goes, I just couldn't get her to get that second turn. Yeah, <laughs> and but was... you know what? She's going to be almost unstoppable around one turn. Yeah. So you take the swing here, and you go, okay, well, let's move on, right? Absolutely. I think the the bigger, like maybe a bigger disappointment would be Speech, who ran fourth for Michael McCarthy. She won the Ashland, but she's just not as good as these top horses. And Donna Veloce, we talked about um, last week on the show how I thought that maybe she wasn't quite fit enough, and that was a big swing for her to take, and she got tired. Yeah. No, and she's going to be nice. Happens. She's very, very, very nice, Philly. Um, the race before that, Michelle, was the Grade One La Troen, and it was won Which by was a horse that pretty we, much a paid workout. We haven't, uh, yeah. I, she's new to me. Uh, Monomoy, some girl, I think her name is. <laughs> I thought it was Gal. Is it Monomoy Gal? No, it's girl, and she's owned by uh, Michael Dub, Monomoy Stables, uh, the mm-hmm. Elkstone Group, and Bethlehem Stables, and she has now won. I don't have the form in front of me, but I want to say like thirteen out of fifteen or fourteen. Yeah, and her 13. only her defeats were second, and I think that she's like hasn't lost a stake. I mean, going back like six races, which encompasses like a two-year period. <laughs> she is unbelievable, and we're headed. She to, was unreal. She was unreal. She won very easily. Florent Giroux put her in the right position, and she was never challenged. A little bit disappointing for Vexatious, uh, who had just come off be, uh, uh, beating. Uh, Midnight Bisu, Midnight Bisu. Uh, but uh, congratulations to the Monomoy girl crew. Um, one other race on Friday I want to talk about was my horse that I that mm-hmm. I consider myself an owner in, and that's by my standards, who absolutely looks spectacular winning the grade two Ali Sheba over Owendale and Silver Dust by my standards is owned by our friends at Allied Racing Stable. And uh, I just, I, and uh, um, Mr. Calhoun, the trainer, Brett Calhoun, I just like this horse. I don't know yeah. what it is, Michelle. This horse goes out every single time. I did from a gambling standpoint. I did not like McKenzie. Did not use McKenzie, um, and I, I, I just, I can't say enough about the year that By My Standards is putting together. I think his only two losses are two second place finishers to Tom's Detente, and um, the Breeders' Cup Classic is shaping up to be a very, very oh my good gosh, race it's going to be well. so good. Yeah, it's going to be, gonna really, be so really, good. really, really good. Um, and 
Go in ahead. that vein, we have to throw the Edgewood out there because yes. sharing that looked absolutely tremendous for Eclipse Thoroughbred Partners and Graham Motion. She was coming in out of Royal Ascot and she, I mean, she's just in a whole other realm of horses of three-year-old fillies for sure she was three to five uh also owned by and deservingly stable so. deservingly so won very easily manny franco who has really started to get uh some attention on the national scene and i thought he rode a brilliant race there, sharing much the best for our friend grand motion eclipse and gainsway in that race also on friday um all right, let's go to Saturday, Michelle, and let's talk a little bit about these these major stakes Can races. I chuck that, one thing real quick? Absolutely. Uh, it was, you know, the whole weekend at Saturday was like closing weekend at Saratoga, too. So we had the Jim Dandy, which is just at a random spot on the calendar that went to Mystic Guide. Um, and also the Prioress went to Frank's Rockette, the sprint face. And then the grade one Woodward, which is generally older horses lining up. And it has a lot of fanfare, I think, got overshadowed by the Kentucky Derby. And it did go to global campaign for Sagamore and Windstar and Stanley Huff. Yeah, it was a a, a, brilliant, a beautiful race, uh, beating uh, a heavily favored Tacitus, Tacitus and mm -hmm. uh, Judd Mont and Bill Mott. So um, those were the Friday races, a little bit of Saturday at Saratoga. But we go back to Saturday at Churchill Downs. We've already discussed the Kentucky Derby, but there were so many other graded stakes. We really need to, to give shout outs to these owners um, who won these races, like the American Turf, Michelle. Fancy Liquor, Sky High Racing, and uh, Mike Maker with another turf superstar, I guess. <laughs> uh, it was kind of a weirdly run race, I think. Like, going down the stretch, I'm pretty sure the lead changed five different times. Like, really, yeah. It, it was, was a very strange, strange race. Yeah. Uh, also, Sand Dollar Stable, give them credit for Fancy Liquor winning the grade two American turf. And then, Michelle, you actually had a piece of a My Race horse, uh, horse named Vertical Threat in the Pat Day Mile, mm -hmm. the grade two. Uh, which was run by our, our good friend, uh, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, Mike McCarthy with Rushy, um, Donna and Jim Daniel were the winning owners of Son of Liam's map there. I thought Vertical Threat was going to run really well, but looked like top of the stretch. He just got tired. That was a big ask for him to ship across the country and run in a graded stake. Um, I thought you know, so, too. Just come in off, yeah, I mean, he, didn't he just win against Calbreds? That's a big, you know, different scenario for I 100% agree excellent job by Javier Castellano for and Rushy once again for Jim and he Donna, was impressed Danielle Impressive. maybe we'll get them on the show yeah Jim and Donna um then the Iroquois so for two-year-olds going a route of ground technically it's one turn but you know a mile on the dirt went to sitting on go a son of Brody's cause and I thought he looked pretty impressive there for the Alba family stables and Dale Romans very impressive and 24 to 1 too if you had him uh, that that blew up a lot of pick sixes and pick fives and pick fours and made it pay huge so congratulations to them uh, and then you go to the yeah, uh, I had Churchill played midnight bourbon <laughs> oh me too Churchill down uh, Churchill distaff turf mile grade 2 our good friends at slam dunker and medallion racing with Bo recall uh, who, you know, it's really funny. I was sitting next to Matt Nakatani. Uh, he spent a lot of time at uh, at Veranda North this summer. And he we were before the race. He's like, I love Bo Recall here. And we're like, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you know, newspaper records super fast. And Juliet Foxtrot's going to go out and press. And Bo Recall. And again, Manny Franco gets it done. Uh, the only thing that this filly hasn't done is win a grade one. You know, mm -hmm. she I just... also really liked her and played her that day. You did. Good for you. I did. Well, another uh, Brad Cox with a huge weekend. And again, slam mm -hmm. dunk Nick Casado and our good friends at Medallion Racing as well. Who it's a it's kind of a spinoff of TaylorMade. 
uh, is Medallion Racing. So congratulations to them on their grade two win. So then the race that made me sick oh, no. was the Derby City Distaff. Why? Formerly the Humana Distaff. I mean, Serengeti Empress. She's so game. I, oh, <laughs> I mean, literally, when I watch her go, it gives me goosebumps the whole time. And like, when it looked like Bell's the one could have gone by her, and Serengeti Empress was like, oh no, bitch, I got gotcha. you. And was like <laughs> digging back down in. And, you know, she, it was just the, oh, I mean, a smidgen, yeah. the teeny tiniest nose ever. Like, it's I funny. told Tom Amos. That filly just gives me chills every time she runs. Like, I love her. Isn't it funny that we can we we watch a race and sometimes the second place finisher we're just more enamored with than the winner? Right. And in this case, I feel badly. I mean, Bell's the one ran a magnificent race. Great ride by Corny Lannery for the owners Lothenbach Stables, um, breeder Brett Jones and trainer Neil Pesson. Uh, she just had a great setup because yeah, Serengeti Empress, Empress went fast, went like Bellafina went and fast. She, what, did she, what'd she go like? Didn't she go like 43? What are the fractions here? She went 2195, uh, 43.77, 108.15. I mean, they were rolling. She was rolling. She, she is the only animal out there that can go that fast for that far. It's unbelievable. She is unbelievable. Do you think it's time to just keep Bellafina at home? <laughs> I mean, yeah, every time uh, she goes to Churchill, yeah, she, she just so doesn't run well. And I just, I, I, I think she's a beautiful filly. She's obviously had a, a terrific career, and and Simon Callahan's done a great job with her. Uh, for um, um, I just Clean why do Shaw. we keep? Yeah, Clean Shaw. And why do why do we keep shipping her to, to Churchill? She does not like Churchill. Everyone, I mean, it. you want to keep having her in. The thing is, she works so good, so you just think, okay, it's going to be good for her. It's not just Churchill; it's like almost everywhere. She doesn't like to ship. Yeah. You I was know? A she likes to be at yeah. home. I was a little disappointed, disappointed by CC too. Yeah. yeah, I thought CC would run well. I thought she'd have that pace set up that Bell's the one. Maybe she was a little too close, um, going that fast coming from route races into this seven furlong grade one. But uh, congratulations again to Bell's the one and her connections. So FYI. Uh, I would have had the late pick four if it hadn't been for Bell's the one. Oh. I didn't include her, Ooh. and I had Digital Age, and I had Authentic. And I mean, like I or the late pick three, I was dying there. Yeah, that that wasn't good. But Digital Age comes through in the old Forester yep. Bourbon Turf Classic Grade One. There's this guy who won it. He wins a lot of turf races, uh, graded stake turf races. I, I, what's his name? Uh, Chadwick. Chadwick, Chadwick Brown. Blue. Chadwick Brown. Oh. <laughs> Chadwick Brown. Charlie Brown. Chad Brown. Chad Brown did it again. Stable, Javier Castellano. We've heard this name before. Well, very impressive. I, I wasn't a, a Digital Age fan going into the race. I actually liked um, Sacred Life, who was another Chad mm -hmm. Brown, who actually got bet down to two to one, which well, that's crazy. What, okay, so that's I was thinking, well, Billy likes this horse. And then I was looking. I'm like, but he's too low odds. I'm going to go Digital Age. He was like six to one or something. Yeah. No, you made the right call. Um, I, You know, Sacred Life was six to one in the morning line, and he just uh, he didn't really fire. So give it to Digital Age. I, you you know, and I thought a good run from Factor This, who who made all the running um, mm -hmm. in this mile and an eighth race and just came up a little bit short. But congratulations yeah. to Clarevich Stables and Mr. Chad Brown. Um, Michelle, that was a big day. And then at Santa Anita, uh, I'm Santa Santa Anita. Anita. Del Mar. I'm so, and now I'm thinking Santa Anita because we're going to Santa Anita. Uh, you want to talk about the grade two um, John C. Maybe? Maybe? Yeah. Maybe? That was a really good race there that was won by the Magician. The Magician. Philip D'Amato for uh, Sierra, Sierra, Sierra Racing Tables and Little Red Feather. Yeah. Um, you know, this filly, we've always had high hopes for her and we gave her the time off from last year 
Um, her best distance is a mile, not a mile and an eighth. Uh, and I thought it was a brilliant ride by Flavian Pratt, uh, who just milked her speed on the lead, opened up, turning for home, and had just enough to hang on from a fast-closing Lady Prance a lot. And, um, you know, good effort from Z-Drop, who's another one of our fillies who ran fourth. Um, I just – I can't say enough about the job Phil and his team have done uh, with Raimundo Secret, and you'll see her probably back in the uh, – uh, what's it called? The uh, What's the what's the good filly that won the Breeders' Cup? The Matriarch? Yeah, oh. no. Goldakova. Um, the Goldakova. Yeah. She'll burn in the Goldakova in late October and hopefully come back in the grade one Matriarch, and we'll see who Chad Brown decides to send out there this year to right. run, uh, Raymundo. But at a mile, Michelle, I think this filly is going to be really tough if uh, if she holds up. So awesome. congratulations to all those partners. Michelle, what um what a great summer. Well, we had wait, we had a pair of grade ones for babies too yes. at Del Mar. Oh, we did. Um, you were and... in one of the races. We were in, we ran third in the uh, Del Mar Futurity um, with Weston. Dr. Scheivel was just way too good. Spielberg ran really well. Um, but, you know, I thought he ran good. The other two ran their maiden race so much faster than him, and right. he hung on there. So he ran a good race. What were, were you, was, um, it, was it, you know, we talked a little bit about um, Tis the Law, and we said it was disappointing that they didn't win. Were you disappointed after the race, or were you just like, you know what? Uh, yeah, that's he ran a good third, and we're okay. I mean, you're always disappointed, but like because you go in there hoping that you know he had moved forward from his previous race. Um, you know he had worked really well, so you you know you hope that he had made up that ground. But he also carried five pounds more than the first two horses. That's and a lot. I feel like for a little horse, that's a lot of weight. Um, he was spotting you know three to five pounds to everyone in the field. He didn't get the best trip, um, but where, where he tried he really next? hard. Um, maybe the Bob Hope. Oh, okay. So keep him sprinting, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay. I mean, the American Pharaoh was just back so fast. Right. Um, I think that he will stretch out, but, you know, the maybe the Lost Alphaturity is a little bit better spot to right. stretch him out just okay. because of timing. That makes a lot of sense, but congratulations. And no to, offense, how about, the, oh, the, go ahead. the air up here is... Oh, it's Horrific. bad right now. We want, uh, you know really what? Bad. And that's a good note to say that everybody in the uh, kind of Monrovia, uh, Glen, Glendora, Arcadia, all those cities Bradbury. up there. Bradbury. You know, mm -hmm. we hope Bradbury. We hope that you guys are all safe with these crazy fires that are going on right now. Um, yeah. So our our thoughts are with you. Uh, I mean, not, to me, the most impressive race of the weekend really went to Princess Noor. Ooh. She was sick. Ooh. I mean, sick. She like, is. She is something else. She went. Okay, so she, they ran. They uh, she now let's went talk about the start. For the wait, six wait, let's talk okay. about the start first because she did veer in, uh, knock into a couple other horses. There was no, there was an inquiry, but they they left her number. Well, up. Well, she completely took out. Uh, My girl red. What's her name? My girl red. Yeah. Like completely, bang! She banged. She hit her three consecutive times. Did um, you think she should have come down? I don't. I mean. I don't think my girl Red was beating her. She was such an easy winner. She literally was walking across the wire. But that's not the, the point. But that's not the point. The point is, if you interfere, well, it goes back to the Bayern race. Did, she absolutely did cost my girl Red something, right? I agree. I, I, well, I truly thought she was going to come down. Yeah, I don't. I mean, and I don't know if I was, was a steward if I could. I, I might have taken her down for that. Um, it was weird because the the different angles, like if you just looked at the pan shot, it looked really bad, but when you were kind of behind the starting gate, that angle that mm -hmm. they kept showing, it didn't look as bad. I, I mean, know. the head-on is terrible. And the head-on is bad. 
the head on his bed. She lays on her three separate times. Yeah. I, 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 think, um, I, I actually think Michael she should have come down. And ends up pulling up. So, right. And you don't know what that did. She could have, you know, not, I don't know. I have no idea. I spoke to Keith on... actually DeSormo, her trainer, on the next day when I saw him. And he said that uh, Flavian was just taking care of her because she had jumped the tracks uh, oh. of like the tractor. I thought she maybe resented a little bit of the dirt in her face. And she did look like she took a funny step because she kind of hopped sideways. But he said it was just a leap and she came back 100%. Oh, that's so, but this you know, princess... mentally, I think it's it's bad for her, but physically, she's fine. But this princess Noor, she is she Ooh. is something. I mean, she is I mean, absolutely fast. So well, they goes, paid, you know, they paid what one point two million. I yeah, mean, she goes forty five and two, and then she goes one ten and three for the three quarters. She ends up finishing the race. Literally, I'm watching it right now. She's not even in like get, Baffert gallop. gallops faster in the morning than yeah. she was running at the end. <laughs> yeah, incredible, incredible, Philly. Uh, Gary Young, I think, who it's his birthday today. Yes, I think he was happy uh, birthday, Gary. He, happy birthday, Gary. He, uh, I, I believe, he purchased her um, on behalf of what's the name? What's the owner's name? Zidane Racing. Zidane Stable. Racing. Exactly. Um, well, Michelle, it was a great summer. We had a great summer. You had a great summer. Eh. I think. No, you had a good summer. I know it was good. hard and it was difficult and it was it was different than we're used to, um, but I, you know, it, it worked out. I mean, the owners got to go to the races. Uh, the, they, as we've said on this show a hundred times, just the fact that they were running is, um, was the most important thing. And, uh, I think I credit Delmar for, for allowing owners to come and watch their horses run. Uh, we did the best we could to make, uh, make a bad situation, a good one and, um, credit. Oh, you know, one, two more things I want to talk about the jockey race at, at Delmar, the Pratt intense. versus Rispoli was great. Yeah. It was kind of like. It was like a heavyweight fight. It was like every race. Did you do this? Because I kind of did this with my friends. Like every race we were like, it didn't matter who we bet. We were like, okay, wait, who's Rispoli on? Oh, he's on right. the two. Oh, who's Pratt on? Oh, he's on the seven. Right. Okay, let's just make yeah. sure and kind of watch them. Oh, it's Rispoli. Right. It's Rispoli. You know, it was really, it was really fun to watch. And I hope that yep. some of the other riders in that room kind of, you know, saw that and said like, I want to be like that. You know, I, how do I, you know, what do I have to do to get there? That's what I'm always looking for these jockeys. I want to see some oomph, you know, I want to see some competitive nature. I don't want to see, listen, Rispoli, how many times did he come up the rail and make that rail move and then shove it? I mean, it's like, if I'm a jockey, like I'm not letting him do that anymore. Right. Like back in the day, that didn't happen all the time, except if you were Mm -hmm. Fernando Toro. But um, credit both those guys for keeping just such high intensity the whole meet. And I know they're good friends. Uh, and uh, it was really, really cool. The other thing I want to mention is um, LRF. I have to give this out. Um, um, we had 11 wins, Michelle, on That's the crazy. meet, which is crazy and amazing. And I have to thank all the LRF partners that listen to this. It, this is t- solely uh, a... Uh, uh, representation of your trust and your loyalty and how much um, you put into this game. And, and you know who I'm talking about. You guys make this happen. We just are here to support you and, and, and make sure the horses are in the right spots. And to have 11 wins at Del Mar is, is, and, and a purses of 581,000 is ridiculous. Two graded stakes. Red King, Michelle, was named Turf Horse of the Meat. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, for his win in the uh, grade two Del Mar Handicap. He won't run until the Breeders' Cup, which is uh, a, a call that uh, Phil D'Amato made. We were going to run maybe in the Kentucky race this weekend at a mile and a half for a million dollars. Aren't you kind of we- glad you're not running over there, though? I'm kind of glad, yeah. And 
I know, like, I mean, we were thinking about running Weston in the turf sprint over there instead of running him in the futurity, but like the ground doesn't look great. No, but it looked very dusty yep. that the, it looked very hard. They've yep. had like technical difficulties constantly. Like they had two horses behind the starting gate and they let the race go. Oh, that was, it was a battery I mean, mistake. What do you do? What do you do with that? What happens if you have pointed that race and you ship in and then well, all you, of a sudden you your get five grand standing they behind. Did, yeah. They gave yeah, everybody right? five Here's grand. Your five so. grand. Doesn't even pay your ride back. No, uh, it was, it was, it was not good. It was not good. We try to keep it positive here. I know. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. okay. Uh, Michelle, you're a genius. Uh, you can reach out to us at own a horse at BKLRF at the Michelle U. Uh, please email me, Billy at littleredfeather.com if you're interested. Thanks again to ZZ Howell for coming on. She's a My Racehorse Microshare owner that won the Kentucky Derby. Um, I think we'll probably take a break, Michelle, until mm-hmm. uh, Santa Anita kicks up. So we might not have a show next week, but we'll do it two weeks and we'll talk about everything that's going on. We'll try to bring you another great owner. We appreciate everybody's been reaching out lately. That great email uh, we received last week. Please uh, feel free to make suggestions, comments. I think we'll get some action with the uh, ZZ interview today on Twitter. We'll put that up shortly. And uh, Michelle, stay safe. I know you're close to the fires. Make sure your family's safe. And if you need anything, you uh, you give me a call because I'm pretty bored right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Thanks for everybody. Are you not going listening. to sales? I'm not going to the sales. I'm going to stay home. I got some people okay. there looking at horses and I'm just going to stay here. All right. Sounds so, good. Yeah. But I will be back at the Breeders' Cup. All right. You know that. Going for six million. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Bye. You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Daddy Longlegs, Scat Daddy's only proven son at stud in North America. Crowned champion freshman sire in Chile, Daddy Longlegs has already sired three graded stakes winners from his first two crops of runners, including a champion two-year-old colt. A talented runner himself who won multiple graded stakes on multiple surfaces, he's passing that versatility onto his progeny with stakes winners on dirt and turf. Daddy Longlegs, a tailor-made stallion. Call today to book.